Do it again. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world. You're listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Don't try and church it up, son. You can't handle the truth. I am the picture that got small. Your first one's on us. Thank you. All right, go ahead. I had to get it in before you hit record. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. I'm your host, Mark Rickadon, and with me as always, Richie Byrne. Your producer, Soul Joel, on the mic. Wow. On the mic. It's weirder and weirder. Of course it's on the mic. I'm so excited, because today we have a special guest. Special guest. (laughs) Not like the other days. (laughs) No. This is the other days. You know the other days where we say we have a special guest? This and this, This. This guy let us know from the jump. He's listened. Yes. Yeah. And oh, that's and true. I not a, and he critiqued. Yeah, critiqued. Yeah, yeah. Just stay on the mic. There's, I think it's just times where you get relaxed, and so you'll sit back. What? And I can't. I can't, can't hear, hear you. Yes. Very well done. <laughs> Would you sit up? Yes. My that's problem exactly is it. whenever I start laughing, I immediately turn because I know I laugh so loud and obnoxious. I don't want it to be right in the mic. So right. Like, right. Right. <laughs> no. No. That's good technique. You just got to get back up to it. Anyway, right. let's go. Well, the so, problem is. Thank I'm you usually... for being here. That was a great show. Fucker. <laughs> got anything else to say before we let you go? You ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, Mike Burton. Michael P. Oh, we didn't Burton. Say his name. <laughs> Michael P. Burton. Michael... That's it. Mike P. P for pain in the ass. <laughs> That's it. That's exactly right. Mike Burton, we didn't clap. Mike yeah. Burton! And, and, and the perfect segue into the drink. Yes. How we start every show. How we're we at, start every show. We're at his home club, and he knew what the menu was like and told Richie, no, no, yeah. next choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're recording You could have gone scotch or something. Show. I would have gone scotch. I just didn't know if that was right to ask you. Why? I don't know. A drink's a drink. Can you go get me a scotch? Not now. We're doing a podcast. We can, can we st- pause it? <laughs> we can talk. Are we going to pause? <laughs> Stay on the mic, damn it. <laughs> Wait, how can fast we pause can you it? get it? You can have we? the fastest podcast of anyone I've listened to, though. Because you're, yeah. you're... We don't fuck around. But it's good, because... When it's over, I'm like, oh no no, I wanted more, I wanted more, you know, like okay. every yeah, we every get that a lot. Time, I tell people all the time, like, well, you know, there's others that you I, can just. We get that a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's long. in bed, but we get that a lot. <laughs> I could have gone longer. We could have gone longer. <laughs> what? We're gonna need you to pause it because we're we gonna, pause? We gotta I, have a drink. Can we? Because right now we pause? only have beers. That it, don't hit count. stop. Can you stop? I only drink beer to sober up. I like that. Is this really hard for you to do? It's moving. Oh yeah, we're good. We're back. We we never left. Well, are we gonna? Are we gonna? Mike did because he even got his drinks <laughs> like a fucking. Here's gentleman. what happened in case we need to clean this up. Um, Mike asked me for if I wanted a beer, and I'm on the low carb diet. Right, and, and you just you wanted beers that we don't carry, and I say we as if I own the place. I know, but I do not. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but I have I've been working here since '96, so I do feel Jeez. like. Have I, you really? Uh, yeah. You've yeah, been working in '96. Wow. Well, I don't know why. I, I was at Dangerfield since 92, so. So, yeah. I worked there for a short time, but uh, I was almost, like, getting paroled from there. Like, when they say, yeah, um, and I was like, okay, I yeah, won't yeah. come back. That's yeah. great. Let's both agree. <laughs> Let's agree to do that. Should we, can we get this on paper? <laughs> if we get it on paper, it would be a lot better on paper. So, uh, so anyway. Mike, I realized Mike could get anything. I didn't know that, and he said, I'll get you a scotch. Usually our guest does the preferred drink, but Richie is the, uh, no, the picky but, one. But then I said, <laughs> can we hit pause on the podcast so Mike can run out and get me a drink? And Joel threw his headsets. 
Like Cam Newton like throwing it, it out just, into the stadium. Yeah, it just went, I guess so. I guess we can. <laughs> that, was then, a, that was a little dramatic. And then we it was like a coach. It was like a coach. Like, no, I yeah. swear we didn't God call that. Damn it. Where's the defense? <laughs> Playoffs. And then we paused, and I looked at Mike, and Mike was like, Oh, I have to get the fucking drink. Okay. Like it was very odd. Like suddenly you guys were all like, "I was the asshole." We all teamed up on you, Richie. <laughs> but did. I got my. Is it Johnny Black? It is Johnny. Black. I love Johnny Black. Oh, so that'll be the there drink. Why, well, Mike? Mike P. Burton. Let's and do I Mike P. Burton's drink. Brooklyn Lager. What's what's your favorite drink? My favorite drink. Uh, if you had a choice, Blanton's. 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 I got a bottle of it. I helped a f- uh, friend move, and they bought me a bottle. And uh, it was so delicious. It's one of those so smooth and good. It like I've never when I blends. drank it, it made me like. It's a drink that I was like, oh, I want to be an alcoholic. Like yeah. I want to have this. Mm-hmm. All the, I could wake up with this. Yes, I could have <laughs> yes. this like wake a up. coffee with a side of Blanton's. I could have it cereal and a side of Blanton's. Lunch, uh, what chicken salad maybe, Caesar salad and a little Blanton. I mean, it's just. I could have it all the time. It's wow. so I have good. To tell you, I have to tell you a story. I didn't mean to get you I, choked up. No, I'm sorry. I was saying he I... He cares about whiskeys. I did the warm-up for Murphy Brown a couple of weeks ago. Okay. and um, Which, a couple of months ago, based on when we put this on the air. But uh, um, Michael Crupane, Dr. Crupane from the show, he's the, uh, med, the head of the med- medical unit who... Shout on out the to Dr. Oz on show. On the Dr. Oz show. Oh. Said, Not oh, you're Brown. doing Murphy Brown. He said... One of the producers, Kathy G, she huge fan, so I got I got them tickets. They both they came and and Lori and Christy from Wardrobe came. And oh, wow. uh uh the Kathy G, uh the producer turned around, got me a gift, her and Michael. And I opened the gift and it was a bottle of McAllen's. Oh, that's your that's And I'm your like, are one. you kidding? And he goes, no, she really. I go, Michael, you didn't have to do this. I got your tickets. Said, no, no, Kathy really wanted to do Kathy. I go, how did you guys know I love McAllen's? He said, I heard you say it on the podcast. <laughs> what? Who is that? Wow. And hey, Mike, I he must have been it. close enough to the microphone. Yeah, he I guess said that. Right. He said and it right I'm up always, loud. When I'm talking liquor, I'm on the microphone. I am going to get <laughs> bottles and bottles of Blanton's. I can't wait. And yes. this, this show will come out October 17th because Mike will be headlined at the Valley Forge Casino oh. Friday, October 19th. So somebody oh. has an agenda. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's very hidden. I thought he was going to be headlining in Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> we have listeners in Portugal. You do? Yeah. Is that true? Yes. yes. And, and New Zealand. New Zealand. And, and Australia. I was in Portugal. Kind of. I, I did a cruise. I did a cruise and we stopped in whatever town it was. Right, right. So you're the you one, can say, hey, I reason. went to Portugal. Right. I didn't see Portugal. I, I know. I saw one town I and I saw the port. It was like, wow, this is a I heard port. you're doing, cru- a lot of, are you doing a lot of Portugal. cruises now. I heard I'm doing you're doing like four a year. Not a lot, oh, four. but, but okay. enough. No, it's four's great. good. Four is good. Because it's two weeks at a time. So eight weeks. Last year was four nine weeks. Because uh, when Still I went to Portugal, of the year. it was a it was a crossover. Yeah, the, so. yeah. The hard thing with the cruises is that they expect they'll call you on a Friday to go out on Sunday. I haven't had that. These and are like I know what I'm doing. You in say 2019 no, they already. don't call you again. Right. Yeah, they, well, you're lucky. That right. happened to me. The very first booking I could have had was, uh, hey, can you go out on like let's say Tuesday? And I was like, uh, no, that's right before Christmas. And no, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I can't. You have mm-hmm, to give me more. Mm-hmm. Well, when I did it, well, you're not doing it. I so know. So shut who, up. I know who that We have was. different lives. Stop yeah. doing that. No, I know. Right? Expect me to do it. Like, no, could you I drop know. everything and do something? Yeah, that's a problem. Come on. That's one, one of the problems. I, I spent, that's crazy. Uh, I spent three weeks in Spain and Portugal with Craig Gass and Don Jameson. 
And Kevin wow. Downey Jr. And, and you Kevin lived to Downey tell about it. Was it a, oh. a tour? Yeah, USO tour. Nice. Armed Forces Entertainment It's a good show. Tour. And uh, so the craziest thing is we booked it as this, like, very edgy rock and roll. You know, it's like Don, Kevin, and Craig. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, your friendly host. And uh, they're like, well, we're going to book you as much as possible. We have a lot of interest because... That metal show is really big over there. Oh, right. And so people off base wanted to come. And uh, we got all excited, and we start doing the shows. We find out the last show of the tour, it's uh, it says Girl Scouts fundraiser. And we think we're going to raise money for the Girl Scouts of, you know, American families that are all over there. They get stationed over okay. there. The whole family sure. can go. So we're assuming it's for adults. It was for the Girl Scouts. I'm with Don Jameson, Craig Gass, and Kevin Downey. Wow. I didn't even know Kevin Downey Jr. could legally wow. be around to him. That's right. <laughs> Have these people never seen clips? No. He, he didn't look up anybody on this show? He, uh, he can't be in America, but this is outside the jurisdiction. Mark, I'm going to need you on the mic. What did you say? <laughs> oh, my God. We, so Craig and I just did improv for like almost an hour. Like, just doing improv and silly characters and voices and stuff. And At the we, same time. Like, yeah, to, yeah. Like with the, to fill scenes. it up, to fill up the yeah. time. You yeah. had to. And so then we bring out Kevin and Don. and they For a couple of guest like, sets? They do three-minute sets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, Kevin does the arms. I'm not getting you to volunteer. <laughs> the arms. What? Yeah, but he, he gets like a year old girl. <laughs> I'm digging in my pocket. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to but, zip up. Wait, what? It, it actually went so well that the parents were like, if we send the kids out with a teacher to the playground, would you do a show for the adults? And we're like, hell yeah, we can do that. Like, that's <laughs> yeah, really. not a problem. That was the original thought, really? you dummies. <laughs> really? Where are you guys wow. been? There's zero now, reason we should be having that metal show and Howard Stern's voice guy. Um, we, <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? is like children. Speaking of listening to the podcast, I told you I did. And I listened to the Craig Gas. How and, good uh, was it? It was great, but I'm driving to a gig. I'm crying. In the car, oh, and I'm like, man. all right, well, I'm not getting all sappy on their podcast. <laughs> well, I can tell you that. I don't have the sappy story. So tell us Make about me your cry. Kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's the thing. We do need to do the street joke, but we do have a crossover podcast thing here. Vinny Nardiello told the story about when we were in upstate New York at El- Elms- Elmira. Oh. Um, Elmira. He was the other comic. Oh. Right? Oh. I gave Richie a ride home That's when right. he ditched. Vinny did, for his broken yeah, car. Yeah, when Vinny, Vinny's ah, car broke down. Until that point, I wasn't sure which story it Vinny's was. Vinny's okay. car broke down, <laughs> yes. and they told him it's going to take all day to fix. And he's like, all right. And I go, I'm going home with Burton. And I got in Burton's car, and Burton drove me home. And I drove you, you to drove West me to Vinny's. Yeah, to, Vin, no, to Vinny's school where my car was in Jersey. Even funny. It was like somewhere in that area. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. somewhere else I and dropped And Vinny looked at me like, I can't believe you're not going to stay with And I'm like, I'm not fucking staying no. with Vinny. I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we had to stay. But we had remember to tell we had to tell street, street jokes at the hotel at, after. And Vinny was talking about that. Mike like, no, people love it. Like people, there's bomb. only ten. But the, the yeah. after party section at the show. But Vinny was telling the story how you would tell a street joke, everybody would laugh. I would tell a street joke, everybody would laugh. Vinny would tell one, and nobody Nothing. laughed. He kept. He looked like Daffy <laughs> Duck. He kept getting zeros across the board. <laughs> I the listen to after the, party. The, the, so the shout out to Vinny. Shout out to Vinny Nardiello. I listened to you in Somerville. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was, I was, I enjoyed it thoroughly on uh, greetings from Somerville. But I got to be honest, I was ready to call Somerville and go. All right, I know you're talking about me when he was making fun of the the comics that 
and get married and then they have kids and then they disappear because <laughs> every time I'm in the city, I call him and he's like, oh, I'm in Hawaii or I'm on a cruise right. ship or I'm doing this. And I and then he's like, you're never around the city anymore. I'm like, I'm never around the city. Yeah. I'm here all the time. He's you right. leave for like six months. Out of yeah, the yeah, he's always gone. Having he's a comedy gone. career is keeping you away when from comedy. When we did that show in Bayonne, he had been on the road for like five months, remember? He <laughs> yeah. said, I'm just getting on. He, he didn't even go home. He went right to the gig in Bayonne and then went home. <laughs> <laughs> He's so crazy. It's a lot I of guys, though. It, it happened to a lot of, like, Brad Trackman, you yeah. know, like, and lives down in the Philly area also. Yeah. Uh, Cotter had all his kids and did the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, moved upstate. And they would stay, like, every now and then they will show up, but not not like it used to be. Yeah. You know, See, and you just can't. You just can't. Nah, but You need to be like me. I, I had kids and walked away. <laughs> right. <laughs> Still never seen him. No, fuck him. And you have a career. I have a career. They understand. That's right. It's about, it's about the career. So the second thing we do on this podcast <laughs> is we like to tell street jokes. I love street jokes. Okay. I think they're amazing. I enjoy, even after a show, when the creepiest guy who you know is about to tell a racist joke, I'm listening. I can't stand that. I hate it, but I'll listen. Yeah. I, and I hope he gets beat up. And no. when it starts to happen, I'll turn and go, get him. I just had it happen to me uh, out in uh, in the Poconos at Cove Haven. Look at and you. I, went, wow, I don't want to brag, but wow. yeah, I did it. I did it. And, uh, <laughs> and I go to the bar after, and uh, where all the pool tables are and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, Why are you looking guy, like I've been there? Oh, wait, I have. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah I know you do. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> and a uh, guy comes up. And I had been talking to a couple who didn't come to the show. They got to the to the resort late. But they were really nice. Like, oh, I can't believe we missed it. And uh, we love comedy. I said, well, you'll have more shows this weekend. So just go to all those. And so we're just talking. We're talking about the Yankees. We're having a great conversation. And uh, this guy comes up, stands in between us, and goes, I'm going to tell you a joke you can use. And I go, no, you're not. <laughs> he goes, no, no, but you can. No, it's a good joke. And I go, I bet Work it's not. Skit. And I go, here's the deal. What's going to happen? You're going to tell me the joke. I'm going to have heard it more times than not. And it's going to be an awful joke. And I'm not going to laugh. You're going to get upset that I'm not going to laugh. But more than likely, that's what's going to happen. And he's like, no, but I think you'll like it. I'm, like, I'm wow. giving you the out. Wow. I'm giving you the out. Wow. And then he tells it, and it's a racist it. joke. And the guy that <sighs> I've been talking to behind him is this black guy oh. who couldn't have been a nicer guy. He took it better than I did. He just looked at me and goes, that wasn't funny. I don't even remember the joke, wow. what it was, but it had been told a thousand times. And it was awful. And, uh, and he goes, that was a, it just wasn't funny. Wow. And I go, you're less upset than I am. I'm mad. Like, I want to hit him with a pool cue. I'm like, oh, I couldn't believe it. I just wow. hate it. But um, when, I, when a comic can tell a joke, I love it. Yes. You know, a comic oh. can tell a street joke. Not in their act. I don't like it. No, like, not in the And somebody act. else said, oh, Mark Norman said, like, when somebody tries to pass yeah. it off, oh, I don't wow. want it passed off. Mentioning three episodes. I'm, here's the thing. I'm a, I love, and that was the original, the original writing the behind mic. the drinks, jokes, and storytelling. Uh, the, the the description. It's my name on my first album. My favorite thing in the world is after a show is over and all the lights are on and you're drinking with the comedians. Yeah. And you're just sitting with the comedians and you're getting drunk. And you're telling road stories, and then someone goes, oh, God, I heard a great one. You're going to love this. Yes. Yeah. And then yeah. you start to tell a joke, and you just... And the king of it, the king of doing this is Joe Starr and Joey Cola. If you're in a room with them two, right. you just, like, all right, now I have about two hours where I'm just going to sit back, sit finish back. and... Ge- 
It's and the don't, best. And you know what? Especially Joe Stark. Just don't. And this is what people don't understand. And, and I love just get out of their way. Yeah, get out of the way. Yeah. And I, I, I yes. will. I don't. When I'm with Joe Star, I know I don't have to do anything <laughs> except drink. I'm except just drink. Drink and, and open up your head yeah. because you're going to hear some. And, funny and he's just going to start going. And that's it. And I'm just sit there. And, and I see comics trying to, like, they have to, you don't have to top Joe Star. You just sit there and enjoy the moment. Yeah. Have right. a drink, have five drinks, whatever. All you, all yeah, you yeah. have to do is say, that was funny. And he'll yeah. go, I got another one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, with the exception of the racist part, racism part of that, that, like, I love the fact that someone will come up to you after a show and, like, it's the mood it puts them in to want to tell you a joke. And you're like, you're already bringing joy I to their life. I, I don't true. mind that yeah. part. But, yeah. After every night, I, it gets annoying. I've been jaded I'm sure. from it. Thirty it, years, really twenty-five, are, whatever. You know, twenty, twenty-five years. I couldn't tell you one time where somebody told me a joke. I was like, "Oh, that's really. Oh, that's a great one." Yeah, you know, oh, but I, just I, so I, what rare you, that what it you, happens. What, 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 if an what, old man walks up <laughs> after a show, it's going to be good. Call Linda. What Joel just? <laughs> we're going to edit that fucking out. <laughs> what Joel, Joel you just love giving Jesus yourself work. Christ, Joel. What Joel just said though is true. But what you said is true too. I, you were saying about people you met who hadn't seen your show, but how many times have you met people who did see your show and you end up having a nice conversation with them? Yes. And it's a cool thing. So you know what I'm saying? Like, why do you feel you have to come up and t- I'm not like if you're a mechanic, I'm not going to go out and try and fix your car. <laughs> right, right, so right. So just sit and have a talk right. and have a drink with yeah, me. Yeah, just right. or, or we're going to be people. Right. Yeah. The rest of the time, right. yeah. just gonna be, I'm right. here That's alone. All you, you don't need to jumpstart us. And if, if yeah. there's a line, mine's more than likely like a comic is going to be more clever than your line about whatever it is we're talking about. Whether it's sports or politics, right. and hopefully not politics, but whatever it is, right, right. The hopefully not. We'll, we'll have a great line in there somewhere, but right. we're not trying. There's right. nobody, comic, who wants to be around the guy? Hey, all right. Like nobody wants to be around. They're <laughs> right. always on. Right, guy. right, right. Fucking annoying as <laughs> right. shit. How do you not smash them with a bottle? It's the worst. Well, there's there's a couple of comics that I've worked with that like as I'm working with for them for the first time, and no one gave me the heads up. That like backstage, they're always on, uh, and, and, I'm and, like, and we are again talking about Joe Star. But go ahead, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I reverse love you, Joe. Out. Reverse shout out to Joe. Oh, wow. We wanted to bring him in the listen, but now, gee. No, out of I, nowhere. I didn't see that one coming. I didn't see it coming either, but just so everybody hey, knows. Hey, you're the one who bought me the, the scotch. <laughs> yeah, I just so everybody knows, I wasn't talking about Joe Star. I know, I'm just oh. fucking with Joe Star. But I was Go like, ahead. oh my gosh, I'm like, the energy. I was like, you can. No, I know. We I were in know. between shows. It's right. exhausting. And I was like, do you want some, uh, do you, do you want some food? Yeah, you, you give me the chicken. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, no, what? I don't even mean uh, food. I'll give you food. <laughs> yeah. well, just have food. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Uh, you can way. choke my chicken. You can, uh, <laughs> could you fucking stop it? Stop it. Stop I it. I was working a uh, New Year's gig in Atlantic City and Angie came with me. And Angie can't stand when comics try to be on for her. Yes. She doesn't. The, she doesn't like the. Experience. Obviously, she married. <laughs> I'm about as off as you can get. Well, that was Strings jokes and storytelling. <laughs> I'm on a roll here, kid. We'll bring back Mike Burton for part two. <laughs> but she she likes uh, uh, people that are just normal off stage, and right. what you do on stage is up to you. Be yeah. funny. But like off stage, she she doesn't like when there's the comics who treat wives and girlfriends like they're not real people, because they're like not a comedian. Right. She hates that, and she also hates um, the comic who's always on. 
and we were working in Atlantic City, and this guy was doing like exactly what you're talking about with the voice, like, "Hey, oh, uh, what do you do with this guy?" And it was just like she's like, "Oh my god, would you be offended if I just fucking leave?" <laughs> Not at all. I'm coming with you. But it could have been. <laughs> I'm whispering a name. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. You know why, what? Why start now? Just give me more editing to do. I didn't catch that at all. We'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, right. I'll tell you. After. You know what? There's no better, no better real compliment than if you are like if I'm at a family party. Like we have family that lives out on Long Island, and there's uh, a cousin who has a new girlfriend, and they're there. And then like after the whole thing, people are like, oh, we we're gonna come see you at Governor's or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she go, what do you mean? Why are you gonna see him? And like he's a he's a comedian. And I didn't know he's a comedian. He hasn't been funny all day. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah, because right, we were with right. family. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a mechanic, right. you see that it wasn't a club when yeah. you walked inside. When right. you pull it was just a house up, in a neighborhood. Why would I? The mechanic pulls up and starts checking everyone's oil. Yeah, yeah. Out How's the driveway? <laughs> he's good. How you doing? He's was it good. clicking on the way in? You hear <laughs> knocks and pings? What you got? Look at this guy. Um, we we were talking before we came on about. Can we talk about this? Are we can talk about whatever you want. What you? Be- oh, we didn't do the joke. I'm sorry. Are we gonna tell? The I joke? forgot. Oh, we just talked about people doing street jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the part. We Wait, don't even do it. Mike said he hates him. it. I thought we moved on. Do you? I, I'll tell you the truth. And he, he, this is the name of your first album. Yeah. Drink jokes and storytelling. And when we were discussing doing this. He said the name of his first. I'm like, dude. It's perfect for it's you perfect. know what I mean. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. what and, we want to do. And then, like it. a month in, after we had been recording, we, I said we need to have a drink every show, and we need to tell, tell a, a joke, joke. Yes. and then tell stories. Yeah, we didn't do it till like episode so, six. Yeah, or yeah. So. And, yeah, and 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 he had this look of. What the fuck? Why didn't I think of that? You know what I mean? Like, what am I? It was right in front of me the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. I've been favorite... selling these CDs. I got nothing. Yeah. yeah. My favorite thing, though, is is uh, we organically go in the stories right away. I know. We go here. We go there. As long as we somehow fit them in, I'm fine. Right. Right. It doesn't have to be. No, I know. But right. in the beginning, I wanted it structured. Yeah, but then so I realized when you have a guy on We All Know like this, just you just can't. Stop. It just goes. It's and this is really what it's like backstage. Yeah. It's more we like. We are kind right. of in a and you know, overlooking the comic strip right now. Yeah. If you hang out with comics, if you're backstage, before show, after show, whatever, and you start doing stories, it goes to bomb stories. Right, oh, and those God, are the yeah, best. Stories. Always, nobody wants. And I got a standing ovation. Shut up, Dick. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares about. According how to bad social media, you do, everyone's out there killing. No matter yeah. how bad you did, somebody can top that bad right. show. Oh, that's nothing. Right, they the, burned well, me at the stake. Yes. Like yeah. oh, you got a bomb you, story? I need you. Up everybody's to, up got to the bomb mic. Stories. Uh, close up to the mic. I. No, no, no. I'm kidding. But that's what people don't understand either. What other? What other job? Do you think a heart surgeon is in there going, "Dude, I killed this guy." Right. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. And then his friend's like, you got nothing. I, I took out was, a guy's eyes. I was supposed to work I, on his testicles. I, I thought you know, it was like, the left ventricle. <laughs> it was the right ventricle. Yeah. But only comics. You're right. It's, we it's the negative. The negative. Always. Always. The, the most you ever laugh as a comedian watching another comedian is when they're dying. Especially oh, if you yeah. know they're good. Right. A good if friend of yours who's good. a good comic. Yes. Who's having that set. Mm-hmm. Like the, and just like, and you sweat. And the... <laughs> And you love well, every and minute of it. They're sitting up there just going, 
So nothing on that one then? And just bomb line after bomb line. I know we're sitting across from each other, but I love doing that. You make direct eye contact with me. <laughs> you know when you're up watch. on stage sweating to death? Yeah. Joel? Joel. Joel. <laughs> Even when you do well, you're sweating to death. I was in Caroline's one night. There were only like 30 people in the audience. and uh, The first uh, curtain was closed. Voss, Voss was going up. And uh, Norton and... Uh, Florentine. Florentine. Did I tell this story? No, They're but in, I was there. They're in the back, and Norton told me, come in the back, come sit in the back. Sit. So we sit in the back, and and Rich goes up and starts doing his act. And after every joke, Norton and Florentine are going, oh, oh. you were there? <laughs> uh, I was in the, and they go, oh, Florentine oh. Doing every his, joke. Doing deep and all voice. of a sudden you start oh. hearing the, yeah, that deep voice, that guttural <laughs> voice that Florentine, and all of a sudden you hear the audience going, oh. Uh, and you see Voss is sweating, but he's laughing because he knows that they did this to him. It was one of the funniest things I ever saw. The, when I That's so hilarious. mean. When I first started working at Stand Up New York, all the door guys, we all like loved comedy so much. Sure. We all had our own taste of who, you know, whatever. And I remember I was down in the basement, like getting the reservations for the next show or whatever. I was doing something, and all of a sudden. The John McLaughlin uh, comes running down. I was like, Rick Adana, get up here now. I'm like, uh-oh. I run up. I think there's a fight. I think something's happening. We go in. Attell's on stage, and this was at the peak of Insomniac. And he's on stage, sold-out crowd, dying the worst <laughs> death no you've ever seen. And he just started talking gibberish to the people in the audience. He's like, Now. And then some lady gets up and yells at him and just yells, you're not funny. And she was like this little old lady. And this is when Stand Up New York was doing all those like funniest lawyers. Oh, yeah, sure. I was the funniest guy from Staten Island. Thank you very much. Were you? Yeah. But Yeah. Atella goes, Hey, Carrie, what is this? Funniest Holocaust survivor night? <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> the crowd just... <gasps> <laughs> He's a genius with that kind of shit. Yeah. Oh, I my saw God, him here yeah. one night, and uh, it was some kind of fundraiser, and it had a bunch of people on. He's closing it out, of course, and it's check spot at the same time. They're not waiting to put down checks. They're putting down checks. So the whole audience is... Uh, Dave's not, on stage. Dave's on stage. He sits down on the stool and tries to do a couple, try, and then he finally goes... All right, well, if you're going to half listen, I'm going to half try. <laughs> that was my favorite line ever. Dude, that is hilarious. He's, he's it was just beautiful. But that, and, and, and people don't realize that, too, that everybody's going to bomb at some point. Everybody's yeah. going to. That's where Meanie came up with that. Whole, I don't care. I don't care. Because he would die. He'd be dying on stage. He'd be like, I don't care. Yeah. So, you know, you never know what you're going to get out of bomb. The, What's, what cracks me up with Attell, though, is that he's like the comedian that brought our whole family together. Because, like, all everybody, my brother, my dad, my mom, we all have different tastes. We right, all have sure. We like. If we're at the house and someone put David Tell's uh, Skanks for the Memories on, yeah. all of us gather around the radio like it's a 1950s family. <laughs> like, let's let's find out what he does. <laughs> let's let's listen to the Yankees on the tube. Um, That's hilarious. And yet we still have not told the street joke. <laughs> we haven't. It's true. Well, I want to say real quick. Uh, I, <laughs> real quick. Valley real Forge. No, October. No, no. October 7th. <laughs> all right. Well, if you're going to be a dick, it's October 19th. October. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, 
Uh, at the, at Keep the, talking like that, you won't be there. Yeah. <laughs> Richie Byrne will be headlining. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go scout to see who the nearest bomb is tonight. All right, what are you doing October 19th? That's so. Right. Wow. <laughs> no, um, Joey called his birthday, and I'm his best client, and he's making these jokes at me. No, no, no. But uh, down at the cellar, I heard a tell late at night. Well, uh, like when they're messing around, he was watching. No, no, uh, Brennan was watching a tell, and he starts heckling him. And he doesn't realize until he's done the joke that Kevin Brennan heckled a tell with his own joke. Oh. And then he, when he finally finished, he goes, oh, that was clever, Kevin. I didn't realize you were doing my own joke. Like, a tell's written so many jokes. Like, he's written, forgotten more than I've ever written. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? like, yeah. That's like the Rodney I, um, thing. Writing. Years ago, I had a, uh, I'm people sorry. Would, people would go up to Rodney and hand him jokes. And he oh, that's a good one. I'll buy it from you. And he'll hand him money. And people would go up with jokes that he'd done. Oh, it's Here's yours. Wow. <laughs> that's that's clever. I once had uh, Norton and I, Jim Norton, and I did a show uh, in Jersey, and it was a bar, pool table, bikers, fucking terrible. And and Norton's up before me, and no one's they're playing pool. Then you oh, know, they and, didn't shut the table and, down and or anything. No, oh, no. yeah, and, those are the best. And Norton starts going into he's going. Why, you don't think this is funny? Why, why, you want to be like every other comic and come up here and talk about, and he does a joke that I have. <laughs> and then and then he goes, or I could do this, and he does another. another he joke. ended up doing my whole act, but doing it like everyone in the Welcome. business knows those jokes are hack. Right. Now I got to go up and follow my own act. With no premises <laughs> With the, I'm, to I'm, choose from. Now I'm, I'm like, you motherfucker. And he thought it was the greatest thing. You know, what am I going to do a joke about being named what, Richie What am I going to do a damn <laughs> joke about? It was my whole act. And I'm, I was impressed he knew my whole act. <laughs> that is impressive. Honest. Yeah, but uh. he destroyed it. So do you have a street joke? Do I have? I, uh, Come on. I do. Um, uh, all right, so what do you choose from? Uh, oh, you know what? Here's what I'll do. I'll do a uh, tribute uh, and here's something, because we're at the comic strip. When I first got passed... Uh, 1996. In 96, everybody was here. Like, it, uh, Louis was here, and, and uh, just everybody who was anybody. Jeff Stilson was here. Like, every, Mitch Hedberg. Like, everybody would, would just come and hang out. And it was the mm-hmm. best. And there was a guy, uh, Jerry Red Wilson. Sure. Um, I Jerry. knew Jerry very well. And he, uh, he passed away. He had meningitis. Yeah. And he had a I worked with him, like, show. three weeks before he died. He had a show in Hawaii, and they said, you can't fly... With meningitis. And he's like, yeah, but I have this show. show must go on. And he flew and he, he No, nah, that's not what happened. But That's, that's what I was told to happen. Yeah. No, he did a show in Hawaii. Okay. And caught meningitis. Came back to New York. Oh. He and his fiancée, it was Thanksgiving. They decided they want, they want to go back to Hawaii. And he went to the doctor. I don't think they knew he had meningitis, but they did say, don't fly. And he's like, ah. And he flew. Got to Hawaii. By the time he got to Hawaii, he was in really bad shape. I don't know how much flying had to do with it. I think he was sick anyway. But it didn't help it. Didn't help it. And And flying was involved. had he been here, he probably... He'd be okay. He'd be okay. But he had just had a deal. Like, he had everything going for him. Oh, he had everything going for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't mean it that way. I just meant he did a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to set it up. Like, this is a tribute to him. Like, he came... I remember there was one night when we had the booths here, and uh, he came barreling in the front door. I'm sitting there. I'm with Lucian and I think Cotter sitting there and, like, all these comics. We're all staying around. He goes, all right, I got a joke for you. I got a joke. And we're all like, all right. So he goes into this street joke. He goes, uh, all right, so a Muslim guy dies. He goes up to heaven, and he's like, I need to – I'm here to see Muhammad. I need to meet Muhammad. I worked my whole life, did everything right to meet the Muhammad. 
And I'm like, okay, all right, all right. He's right back there. So he goes back, and the first guy comes up to is Jesus. And Jesus goes, hey, welcome to heaven. Goes, nah, I'm not here to see you. I don't believe in you. I don't care about you. I'm here to see Muhammad. I worked my whole life. See Muhammad. Where's Muhammad? He goes, oh, he's, he's right back there. He's back there. So he goes back there and uh, goes to a door, and there's Buddha. Buddha says, welcome. And he goes, I'm not here to see you. I don't give a shit about you. I've worked my whole life to meet the Muhammad. Where's Muhammad? Muhammad. So he goes to another door. He goes, in, in there, I promise you, he's right there. And so he goes in there, and there's God sitting at a table. And uh, he comes in, and he goes, I'm not here to see you. Everybody sends me to somebody else. I'm not here to see you. I don't believe in you. I don't care about you. He goes, sit down. Calm down. Calm down. Would you like something? You want anything? He goes, all right. Sorry about that. Uh, I'll have a coffee. He goes, Muhammad, two coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's drinks, jokes, and storytelling. <laughs> Last call. Thanks for listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling.